0: Welcome to the podcast where two guys talk about the many trades they've tried, but never mastered. You are listening to The Hobby of Hobbies. All right, so we are going to be talking tobacco today. Uh got our buddy Nate from Smokers Abbey. Hi, Nate. What up? Um, so I'm Kyle, a.k.a. Cozy Bear, again. I'm Josh, a.k.a. Thug Nasty. That's, you're just going to keep it, huh? You're just Listen, start. I
1: think it's so. Good. I, I've
2: been I've been thug nasty longer than you've been cozy bear. Uh, all right. Thug
1: nasty should be on your business card.
0: <laughs> it should be on my business card. Um, so uh, we're gonna. Be, so we actually talked to Nate already, and then like the dumbass I am, I forgot to hit record on his microphone. So um, we talked uh, cigars for a while, and we're gonna get back to that. We'll do an episode on cigars as well. So you're gonna hear from Nate twice, but um, to keep my interest and. In, and to help me get over my brain fart from earlier, uh, we're going to talk about pipes. Yep, pipe tobacco. Um, so, uh, can you tell me then um, how how long have you been smoking pipes? Is it the same as cigars? Have you been? doing No,
1: it's pipes. Has been about uh, four years, three or four, four or five years. Sorry, yeah, four or five years, somewhere in there.
0: So, so around half, a little less than yeah, half. yeah. As long as you've been doing cigars yeah. okay so now let me then ask you uh, this question what is the main difference then other than obviously how you smoke it but like what is the main i guess like uh flavor difference or whatever that you, yeah. you're gonna get from a pipe versus yeah. a cigar
1: so it's One of the big things is, I mean, it is the actual holding a pipe and pulling it through. Like, I have a lot of guys who smoke cigars who switch to trying to smoke a pipe, and it's a weird switch for them. Um, But one of the, like, there's several different types of ways, like, that the tobacco is in pipes, but the main thing is mostly pipe tobacco. Actually, the tobacco will originate a lot from, like, U.S. grown tobacco, and then, I don't know tons about this whole process, but it's actually all most of It's all cured and like aged, and like the flavoring process is done in Denmark um, with most oh, pipe tobacco. So I don't, I don't
0: have Wait, tons. So is of, it grown in the U.S. and then shipped to Denmark? Yeah, and then shipped back when yeah. it's done. Okay, yeah, Weird. a lot
1: of it is. Um, there's some tobaccos that might come from other countries um, in pipes, but like so, you have Virginias, you have Parikes, which originate out of um, Louisiana. You have um, Latakia which actually originally originates out of Syria and I'm trying to remember where it comes from like where now it actually because it's been grown somewhere else so I can't remember on that but it's actually a darker tobacco and it's grown there and then they actually like that one they kind of um, the way they cure it is almost like a fire cured so it almost has like a smoky kind of when you smell it it's going to have like a barbecue like essence to it hmm. so basically with pipe tobacco there's like two main different breakdowns there's Um, aromatic and non-aromatic. And aromatic is... The more sweeter, it's going to have some type of flavoring process to it, so it's going to be like a vanilla or a cherry or okay. um, whatever. There's all different types of blends of aromatics, and the non-aromatic is going to be just like a straight cut tobacco, and it might have some type of like aging process done or a fire cured tobacco. And with the fire cure, basically what they do is they take and hang the tobacco in these barns, and then they smart start these start these small fires, and then they but they're like they don't burn; they let them smoke. And you'll just see these barns where it's just smoking because the tobacco is like pulling Mm. in this like smoky type taste.
2: Mm. Um, So, so, real quick, is there um, uh, when smoking cigars? You were giving me a little bit of shit earlier for (laughs) my first cigar being vanilla. Um, I was. (laughs) Is that is that still taboo in the uh, tobacco expert? Like if it's pipe pipe tobacco In the pipe pipe
1: tobacco, it's you know, and I don't fully understand why, but in the pipe tobacco realm, it's you know, people, it's not as frowned upon. Like people so. actually, like you'll have yeah. a guy who smarks, smokes these bold, dark cigars, um, but then at the same time, his favorite tobacco might be <clears throat> more of a sweeter aromatic. And so, I don't fully, I don't fully understand it. And I honestly, personally, don't smoke many aromatics. I did, and that's all because that's what somebody gave me, and that's what I was told. So that's where I started. And then I never really tried many non-aromatics, and then when I did, it was kind of a hard switch because I was so used to um, aromatics in a pipe that it was... But now I predominantly smoke all non-aromatics.
0: Okay. Okay. So then your non-aromatics are going to be the ones that are just your basic tobacco... Yeah. ...like flavors, and all the flavors are going to come from the tobacco and from the curing process. Yep. 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 Okay. Now let me ask you another question. Though. so we've got the difference of tobaccos. We've got the non-aromatic and the aromatic tobaccos. Now, what is the reason for all the different pipe shapes? Is there a reason, or is it simply just aesthetics?
1: Either, there's a reason to a certain ex- like to a certain extent, and then it's aesthetics. Like I, in my opinion, um, there basically you have like a bent pole or or bent pipe, sorry, or a straight pipe, and there is a difference in that, and, like, with a bent pipe, you're going to, like, the smoke's going to pull in a little bit differently, and so, um, versus, like, a straight pipe where it's going to pull just straight in, so a mm-hmm. bent pipe might be a little less hot, because the... the uh, uh, so the smoke will be a little the less The smoke hot. will be a little gotcha. cooler. Yeah, sorry. Um, but... There's a certain and there is certain things in pipe designs and there's so many pipe designs like there's a certain pipe that's called a calabash where it actually has a bowl and then it has an open hollow chamber and basically in that you pull in the like the tobacco goes in the bowl and then smoke goes in through the chamber and it creates this like swirl and then as you pull it through it just like cools down the tobacco and that's a pipe design that is like specifically different but and so there is certain things. But there's a certain level where that stops, an aesthetic stop, like goes in, where it's just all your personal, like now, like pretty much most of the pipes I have are more of an aesthetic thing versus like, I, own, I have a Calabash and I own a couple different types of shapes of pipes, but then at the same time, a lot of it's just what you feel, like even the bent pipe, like there's dudes who like that feel, of just like the bent pipe and hanging out of their mouth versus the straight pipes, a little heavy because it like goes straight out and so mm-hmm. the weight is just a little different. So a lot of it is aesthetics. Do you cool. do you feel
2: the need to wear different hats based on the yes. pipe that you're smoking? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, well, I, I do. The you thing do. is, is I, I feel like in some of them I need to wear like a, a Sherlock Holmes well, hat.
1: So the calabash is uh, if you like look, look it a calabash, up. What, what is that's that? That's the one where it has a chamber. Okay. Um, and it actually is like the same pipe that sure Sh- like that's the technically the Sherlock Holmes pipe. Okay. So I so own one a of those. Fat bull. Yeah, like, yeah. Okay, cool. And so I own one of those and I, but I don't, I own a crap ton of hats too, but I don't own any Sherlock Holmes hat. So maybe I need to get one. <laughs> maybe for your birthday. Yeah. 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 Um, I get one to wear when I'm smoking that
0: dude. That's awesome. Yeah. I have a pipe that my sister got me from China. She used to live in China. Yeah. Um, and it's a bent pipe. Um, And I've smoked it a few times. And so um, I've got a bunch of questions too, just because uh, pipe smoking, I had a couple buddies and um, one of them who's more of just a cigar smoker now and another buddy of mine who smokes pipes often and still does. But um, so one of my questions is, um, I guess it's a dual question, is does it matter? Does quality, I mean, I'm sure quality matters to an extent, but does it matter where you buy your pipe? Um, like, is that going to ruin your smoking experience? The
1: the biggest thing I'd say about, like, the quality of pipe and where you buy it or wherever, like, most pipes you'd see are, are going to be handmade, like, or, like, out of Italy, um, like a traditional old pipe, but the biggest thing that I look for is there's two main materials that I would smoke a pipe from, and then really everything else is kind of just whatever. So Italian briar wood, and um, basically a briar. I've never actually even looked at a picture, but I've talked to tons of people. And, um, it's actually they, it's a type of wood they get off a bush that grows in Italy. So it's not even like a huge tree. Hmm. It's just these bushes, and like the hmm. the stem from that tree, or the um, they get like, and they carve like they take that wood and then they carve it into pipes and there's something with the briar wood where it actually um it just it doesn't burn up like a lot of other woods would it doesn't get too hot it just smokes perfectly like Hmm. the flavor is not like because i feel like like we were talking about in the cigar one there's the cedar woods and how potent of like a smell or of like a flavor the cedar would put off i feel like would be too intense in a pipe versus so like a briar wood is it's so it doesn't really matter essentially where it was made mm-hmm. um or where you got it from but i do look for like ones that are going to be a briar wood pipe over like something else there also is a lot of pipes and there's pipes that come from china like this where they're um it's like a wood pipe and it might be even a briar pipe but it has a metal bowl in it Okay. And that's really only good for smoking weed, okay. and not pipe tobacco. <laughs> cool. That kind of defeats the purpose. Cool. So. Okay. I don't know if you have one of those. but I might. Uh, okay. <laughs> um... but, uh, but so it's not essentially... It doesn't really matter essentially where you get it from. I just tell people to look for something that is going to be briarwood.
0: Okay. And so... Um, and then... I've smoked out of a a few pipes because I've got buddies who've got pipes and those sorts of things, and I've bought pipes myself. And then um, the only pipe I have currently is the one my sister got me. But um, is there some sort of thing that that I need to do when I buy a pipe before I smoke it? Because I feel like I have smoked a pipe right after I got it, and it tasted terrible.
1: Yeah, so i'd equate that down to either first what tobacco are you smoking and like what yeah and so that's the thing is kind of what tobacco you're smoking and that would equate into that the other thing too there is a process though for actually breaking in the bowl um because like you want when you're smoking a pipe you want like a thin line of um like a charring almost around the bowl and you want it's really thin and you don't want too much cake built up but you want just a thin line of it and cake Um, is the tobacco it's like the tobacco built up against the bowl okay um and so basically the way to break it in is like normally what i do is i'll like halfway pack a bowl and i'll smoke it like three or four times or sorry not three or four like ten times Um, before it's broken in and then that way it kind of then i can like pack a full bowl and kind of go to town on it there there might be better processes like you know kind of going back to with like cigars i'm a little well versed in pipes i'm not as well versed but Mm -hmm. a lot of it is that process of building up the cake and the wall and then sometimes there is like it all depends on what the stem was made out of but like i had a customer come in today and he bought a pipe online and he said when he first lit it, it had almost like this weird plasticky taste, and it was a pretty cheap pipe. And I was like, well, I'd kind of question what the stem was made out of because like there's all different types of material that the stems are normally mo- made out of, but it's not like a plastic. Mm. Like there'll be like an acrylic or like there's even ones that are like a certain type of bone or vulcanite or like hmm. like different materials. I, but you I really, always assumed it was plastic. Yeah, I but you too. don't. It's not actually like plastic. Interesting.
0: Okay.
2: I um I, I do have a back to the uh, what pipe should be made out of. Uh, I, I've heard from other people that um, if you're a beginner, a corn cob pipe isn't actually a bad option. No, it's that... not at all. Okay, it's
1: a great place to start. And so like um, a corn cob, the the difference, like what corn cobs are kind of created for, is as you smoke a pipe and as you smoke te- several different types of tobacco, you don't like with a briar wood or a wood pipe. The flavor is really present because wood really soaks up that flavor. So a corn cob is kind of more created originally to taste different tobaccos. Like it's, you know, a lot of guys will have a corn cob so they can taste and try and sample different tobaccos. And Mm. then they'll pack their normal pipe with it and continually smoke a similar Mm. type of tobacco in that. So a corn cob is a great place to start, especially, um, the thing about it is why I've had known guys who've like had bad experiences with it because they'll then continue to go to town on a, uh, corn cob and they're just not meant to be, they get really hot after a while. So you can't smoke several, several bowls. There is one company though, like, there's like standard corn cobs, which where you can actually still even feel like the, the grain of the, almost like where the corn was picked off of it and then there's a company called missouri meerschaum and basically what they do is they take corn cobs and then they have this like process where they put around it and it hardens it and those tobacco those pipes though you can actually it's a corn cob but it's a little bit sturdier higher quality like because it's not as soft because that cob just gets really soft after it's been smoked but this process they do so you can actually those ones and they're not that expensive but you can smoke those quite often
2: and what about um, filters? I've seen pipe
1: filters. Yeah. Is that
2: just if you're inhaling or what now, is
1: No. So, a lot of the old pipes. So, if you buy like a, a older estate pipe like that was maybe a pipe that was built in like the 30s or 40s or 50s um, or even like there's a company Dr. Grabo or Medco. They've kind of always been like the the drugstore pipes like that you can go and still buy some at CVS or whatever. Um, those all come with filters on it. And that was kind of an old thing of like thinking that you needed to filter out like the tobacco. And, um, basically they'd have these huge holes on, on the stems and then it wouldn't filter through the tobacco. So they put these filters in to do that. Most pipes that are made currently or like newer pipes none of them have filter places on them because you really like there's no even place to put them because they've made the hole a lot smaller so i don't know the history of why they did that i just know that mostly all filters on pipes are normally a pipe that was designed several years ago and that was a thing that they did and they because they thought that you needed to filter that out and i don't know if at the time they didn't have the machinery to make a a lot smaller hole so they would just make these big holes and then basically plug it so you wouldn't get tobacco up because i had one of those pipes first originally that had a filter and i took it out and like i would get tobacco bits like coming up mm-hmm. through the stem but now they build like the, all the pipes i have the hole is just way smaller and so it like tobacco can't come up through that
0: that makes sense yeah it's real interesting um i was gonna ask a question um so when i'm i'm gonna go into smoking a pipe for the first time I don't even own a pipe at this point, hypothetically. What am I looking at as far as cost goes? Like it is there a is there a just a, a low normal cost point that I should pay attention to and if it's less than that, probably not buy it.
1: Yeah, I mean I would say if you're gonna like if you're gonna buy a corn cob pipe to start like uh, just a standard corn cob might be five or six bucks. Those Missouri mirsham ones I was talking about might be ten or twelve. So that's what you're looking at in a corn cob wise. And the Missouri mirsham ones, just for like about double the money, they're gonna last way longer. They're not gonna get soft. You'll be able to smoke them all the time. Uh, briarwood pipe, they the lowest you'll see is twenty essentially, and then they'll go. I mean, you, they can go all the way up. But for a beginner, like even at our shop, we. I carry, I'm in charge of the pipes there, and I, I normally try and have a pipe in that's about 25 to $50, and then I have like another tier that's like $60 to um, $100, and then I have another tier that's, we've got, I carry a company called Moonshine Pipes, that they're all like handmade pipes, and they're around the $140 range, Holy so crap. with, just yeah, well that's not, I mean, you can go even and beyond, I have a buddy who lives here in town, Grant Batson who's an artisan pipe maker and his pipes start at 400 and can go into the thousands. (laughs) Like he's made pipes for a couple thousand before. And at that point he's using a way higher grade briar, but at that point, and he like hand makes all his stems and it's all a handmade product. But at the same part, it's, also, a lot of it's the aesthetic. There's certain things people want him to build you're not certain design. Better, you're
0: not gonna get a better smoke. Per
1: yeah, se. you're not gonna. I mean, and like I feel like I've even heard him say there's a certain point where the quality goes out the window and it's all just aesthetics come in because like like his pipes, like he's using just like he's some some of them might have a little bit higher grade, a briar or whatever than the other, but at the same time. At the end of the day it's like a lot of it is the mechanics and he like he's a genius with it. He'll sit down and draw them out and then like design these crazy pipes. That's awesome. But at the end of the day, like if you're just starting, like I the pipe I started with was actually given to me, but it was technically like a twenty five dollar Dr. Grabo um, like um, drugstore pipe. But I would most of the ones I sell people I wouldn't I wouldn't spend any more than fifty. Thirty to fifty for a good Briar pipe then the really the tools you need are yeah I was gonna a, say that. a tamper there's like we like there's mm-hmm. ones that are like three in one tamper it has where you can pack down the bowl you can scrape the side um, with it to kind of clean it out and those are like buck fifty and then pipe cleaners are like a dollar and I mean there's certain level like you could basically and then we sell pipe tobacco by the ounce um, is around four dollars at our shop and then um, depending on whatever you need and that's about ten to Ten to twenty bowls worth, like hmm. smokes worth, and then pipe tobacco. It does get so we have the bulk, but like there is tins of tobacco that are a little bit higher grade, and those might be anywhere from ten to twenty dollars for an ounce and three quarters. But that's going to be a little bit higher quality of tobacco. Hmm. Um, but you you can easily get a whole pipe starter kit and in and out for under fifty bucks.
0: And that would be that will give you all the tools you need to yep. smoke and the pipe and the tobacco yep and, and then i'll be a good smoke for yep. you that's awesome so uh, then so all right I, so
2: we got so we got our new pipe just just dropped a thousand bucks on a beginner pipe just <laughs> top of the line that's nothing. your pipe
0: right you got that pipe yeah, yes. yeah
2: i got a couple of those um uh we're ready to smoke it for the first time uh how do we uh how do we pack the bowl and how do we light it that's what i was going to say literally
0: what now walk walk us through the process (laughs) of like we're home we want to smoke yeah how do we do this i feel like the first
2: time i smoked i just i jammed so much tobacco in there and just
1: so there's like there's a million different people tell me of all different types of ways they pack their pipe and if it works for them it works for them but there's two different methods that i stick to and the first one is i call it the drop fill and basically i'll take the pipe and I'll just lightly fill it all the way up with tobacco and then I won't pack it down in there. I'll fill it all the way up with as much as like dropping it in there essentially. Then I'll lightly pack it down with my finger and then I'll fill it all the way up again, lightly pack it down then i'll just top it off by that time you just put a little bit on top you kind of sprinkle it on there then i'll take it and i'll light it i use a pipe lighter if you use matches i mean lighting What's a with pipe a pipe lighter so it's it's essentially like it's a butane lighter okay. but it's it's got a soft flame to it so you never want to use like a butane torch like okay. you use with a cigar mm-hmm. on a pipe because that flame is so hot it'll burn the side of your t- mm. like pipe but there is, it's the same, and we talked about on the cigar one too, like it's the same. Some guys say only use matches, only use this because it's a flavor thing. As long as you're not using a Zippo or something that has a kerosene fluid, in my opinion, with a butane fluid, you're still not going to be able to taste a difference. But a pipe light, like a lighter, even a Bic works, but anything with a soft flame, not a torch. Okay. Um, when I first
2: started smoking, I thought it was so cool because I'd bust out my Zippo and just, yeah. what's up, guys? Got and those are Zippo great. Right here. And I
1: <laughs> love, I mean, I love the Zippos and doing tricks with them. And I even have, I mean, I have Zippos that have these insert inserts now with butane, like I have one for a pipe and one for a cigar that's like butane refillable. It's just the kerosene doesn't, For if you're smoking a cigarette, you can't even tell, but when I'm piping a cigar. I don't know. I feel like I'm always smelling, like mm-hmm. I can smell it so potent. But okay, so you pack, it, you up pack it, up, it up, sprinkle it on, then you'll just light it all the way around while puffing on it. Okay. And then you'll take that tamper from the tool and you'll just lightly pack it down and then, you relight it one more time, get it all the way around, and you should be lit and good to go. And that should always get you at least like. I tell people it always takes getting the hang of. So you might relight it several times the first few times. And even now, I don't even notice it. Like, I'll go to relight it, but I don't feel that struggle or stress that most other like beginning pipe smokers feel when they're like, oh, I feel like I'm relighting this every five minutes. Like, sometimes I relight it several times. It's just depending on the tobacco or if it's like too dry or too moist. But at the same time, like, That way should do you well. There's the other one called the um, Baby Mama Papa. And it's basically a baby bear, a little bit like just sprinkled down at the bottom. Um, Then you do um, like a little bit more. You pack that down, then you do a little bit more, pack that down, and then you do the pop of the biggest amount and pack that down. But you never really, in my opinion, you never really want to jam it down in there. Like packing it in, you really just want to lightly do it so you have enough air to move through Mm -hmm. and breathe and get enough smoke through. Because when you really cram it down in there, it just does. there's no room for it to breathe.
0: How long then, so as a beginner smoker, how long should I expect that bowl to stay lit so I don't get frustrated? Like... Should I expect to get half a dozen puffs out of it in, in three I'd or say, four minutes? I'd
1: say at least, yeah. I mean, the and it also depends. I have guys who get frustrated or even like I'll like get frustrated and I'm a talker. So like I'll take a few puffs and then I'll, you know, I might put it down and say like a whole sentence to somebody or like whatever and then it's already out but not realizing like I just talked to somebody for 10 minutes and like sure. it's been sitting out. So I'd say at least you should get a solid dozen puffs out of it before having to relight it i mean essentially there's guys and i've done it before too where we'll smoke the whole bowl without even having to relight it once Hmm. but it just depends that that's not that's kind of an ideal thing and it doesn't always happen
0: okay so now i've smoked my bowl (laughs) smoked my bowl uh i've smoked my pipe and uh i am getting ready to end the evening. How do I make sure that I have prepared my pipe in the manner that, like, I'm not going to ruin it and I'm going to have a good smoke the next time I get to it?
1: So, one, you always want to clean whatever tobacco's in it out of it just because as that sits and, like, I mean, I've seen – because we clean up a lot of old estate pipes, too, that we'll buy – um, online or whatever and there's some where the tobacco's still in it and it's all gross and caked it's disgusting mm. so i would say you always want to clean out the old tobacco like if you don't smoke at all or you um like even the ash you just always want to make sure you clean it out the other thing i do is i run a pipe cleaner through the stem about every three or four bowls just because as you're smoking it's the real world and like you get some saliva down there and the moisture and all that stuff and so yeah about every 3 or 4 bowls i smoke i'll run a couple pipe cleaners through my pipe and that'll help clear it out and won't gunk it up
0: and pipe cleaners are literally those elementary school oh they are pipe cleaners exactly, that you like, yeah. play with when you're yeah. in kindergarten
1: and that's and it's i don't know if like that's where they like if actually they were created for this type of pipe or a different pipe but that's all you use it's okay. the same thing it's the bendy little wiry um, things, wiry things. Yeah. yeah so but then um you do that and you just make sure it's cleaned up, and then you should be good to go. You don't
0: run water through it. No, 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 it. no. Because you
1: really do don't want to get that moisture in there because as that moisture gets in there, it might burn hotter the next time or whatever. Okay. So, the, a good way to clean it that it can burn all that stuff off, though, actually with like running some moisture in it is if you take your pipe cleaners and soak them in whiskey and then mm. get them damp, not super wet, but damp, and you run them through it, it actually that alcohol will help burn a lot of like old flavor off It tastes pretty good too So uh
2: so why are guys who vape so cool <laughs> don't 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 get me started
1: i don't know that we should do this okay but man it's just, they just look so cool with those big like okay i'm gonna say it i saw this thing online the other great day. Great flavors a, I saw, banana i saw a meme the other day that said um Something about the it was like Bill Gates invented the vape pen to get us used to sucking uh, robot dick, and I was just like, "Whoa!" I was like, "Dang!" It's extreme. It's extreme, but sometimes it's how I feel.
0: (laughs) Well, on that note, Nate, thanks so much. Um, I feel like I've learned a ton. I definitely have learned a ton. I feel like I also uh, have redeemed uh, my attitude from not being an idiot and not recording his voice last time and turning on his microphone. So
2: smokers, Abbey, it's in smokers East Nashville. Abbey, check East it Nashville, out.
0: Across from barista parlor on Gallatin. Go check it out. I'm definitely going to go there. We'll see you next time. Thanks.